Happy Halloween. We opened our month of examining fear with the creator, where we explored our innate fears of technology outsmarting us. We followed that up with Gone Girl, the very real fear of losing a loved one, as well as the evidence looking like you did it. While everyone was not on the same page, we watched Into the Woods, where anything can happen there. Last week, we grappled with the want for more time and our own mortality when we watched Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Tonight, on Halloween, we ditch the subtext and actually watch a horror movie, Five Nights at Freddy's. Joining us for the first time, we welcome... Evie! Most people call me Evie, but uh, you can call me Mileda. I'm Matt. I'm Chad. Have a seat. Grab a blanket if you need to cover your eyes and enjoy not just the 132nd episode, but also the Halloween episode of your award-winning podcast. We used to talk about this at work. He did the monster man. It was a graveyard It caught all in a Wow, Chad, I want to say, like, normally you stumble on this, you put some extra, you you ran this off like this was professional. I'm proud of you this week. We about to hit the ground running this week. Thank you. To be honest, like, you know, like, normally I'll just write it and then just um, just go about my day. But I wrote it. I reread it. I read it again. I edited it. Like, I was ready. I was fucking ready. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, uh, we're back. It's Halloween, like, um, you know, dropping an episode on actual Halloween. So the time for edits is like so small that there's mistakes. It's tough. But hey, um, I mean, with, with that being said, it's a special Halloween episode. And I guess I'm dressed up as Gear Fifth Luffy. Evie got our leopard all. You going as what? Uh-huh. Editing, Chad? <laughs> I am editing chat. Yes, I am. Um I'm going as um um laid off work chat. How about that? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm spitballing. I I don't know. I'm on the spot. <laughs> but all right. So, um yeah, so we got a guest this week. Um it's someone that I don't know, but someone that you used to work with. And I love how you said you, you know, your name's Evie, but don't call you Evie. Call you something longer than your action than your name. And I'm like, what is happening no. here? <laughs> That's not the factual situation. My name is Mileda Evangelista Escaño Tillman. Um, but most people call me Evie. My name is Mileda. But most people call me Evie. In the Navy, you go by your last name, which right. would have been Evangelista, and that was a mouthful. So it it became Evie. Okay, okay, okay. So you just had to like conform for these fucking assholes around you. I mean, the passive aggressiveness is not mm-hmm. wasn't so passive, um, in the navy. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. So, um, you and navy, you and navy, you and Matt were in the navy together. Like, mm-hmm. do you have like a short story involving the two of you? I mean, shoot. Um, <laughs> I mean. I got in the Navy. That was my first duty station when we met. Um, I'm not even sure if that was your first duty station, Matt, was it? Yes. Okay, so it was both our first duty station, but I was a diesel mechanic, and you served in, like, the the, the ship for um, supply. And yeah. so... S-I-S-H. 
Yeah, like logistics, basically. And I was a diesel mechanic. And um, but in the Navy, you do like a three month tour where you serve in the kitchen. So, you know, like that part of it. And that's when we met and just kind of hit it off. Like, it's just a cool dude and um, was never like disrespectful. He was already dating who he's married to already. So it was just easy to sort of get along. I mm-hmm. fucking love what you're not saying when you said so disrespect, so, so respectful. That is so funny. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. What are you talking about, man? I'm a gentleman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> so um, um, we have a array of topics tonight. So, um, since this is a Halloween episode, let's open with this. Um, you want to talk about women in horror? Yeah, please. So, I the question that I asked you guys was, what's your like har- heroine for a Halloween movie or horror movie? Or so for me, I would say horror? I would say Ripley in the Alien series. Like, especially in that Ooh. first movie where, you know, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that meme where it's basically saying, like, if they would have just listened to women, none of that would have happened because, like, I, I believe, like, she was, like, the security <laughs> officer or something like that. And, like, she was like, mm-hmm. protocol says we cannot leave the ship. They left That's the ship. Cool. Protocol says we cannot let y'all back on the ship. When y'all have been attacked by something, they got back on the ship, and it's like, what? What are we doing here, guys? Why do we have these rules? If she was a, if she was a man, they probably would have listened. No, they wouldn't listen to her. But even... they wouldn't have listened. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, so, it was a horror movie. <laughs> so mine is Ellen Ripley. Uh, mine would be Jamie Lee Curtis and Halloween. Okay, but not yeah. the beginning, not like the first couple of them. I guess when she gets older, like the later half of it, to where she's not just running around doing things. Where H2, she's actually H two O. Yeah, like the later mm-hmm. us, where she's yeah. a, where she's strong, a strong female lead. <laughs> like the you know the the not just the what's it called like um final girl. Yes. Um, for yes. the horror yes. movie, yes. but like an actual yes. heroine. Yeah, for yes. me, mine is equal monster and heroine for me as Carrie. I just think she's oh okay. She's monster and she's heroine all stacked up into just fucked up. I wish that they would do a good follow up movie to that in like a creative <laughs> way. Wait, what movie did you say? What did you say? He said Carrie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's um yeah, they because they had the with the carry two in the nineties, and then after that they just kept remaking the movie. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like with the boys, like they they do interesting things. Like I wish they would do something like Carrie versus Jason. Like I want to see that fight. But that would be interesting. Huh. Yeah, they okay. need more. But women in horror would need a little bit more accolade, and it's more like brute force, but. It happens. Hopefully one day. <laughs> yeah, there's money to be made, so it will happen. We just have to wait wait it out. Um, but on the topic of Stephen King adaptations, um is so Carrie is your favorite Stephen King story? No, I mean there's so many of of his stories that are super sidetracked. I like Salem's lot, I think the best. What's that one about? Uh, 
It's about a vampire taking over a town very quietly. Yeah, and they made that a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like back in the 80s. Okay. okay. Willem Dafoe is in it. Ooh. Oh, he's the vampire, of course. <clears throat> of course, yeah. yeah. You have to watch it. Uh, what about you, Matt? Um, Thinner? Was that Stephen King? Ooh, I believe so. He's, he's so prolific, it's kind of insane. I think that was one of his short mm -hmm. stories, but yeah, Thinner. Um, why is that, Matt? I don't know, it's like I saw. I watched the movie and I, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a good, uh, a good uh, premise. But like then, I, then my other one first became. Um, no, wait, maybe that was a Stephen King. I was say Invisible Man. Oh, no, was no, it no, Stephen King. No, that's that that that's a very old story. That's like public domain. That's like though. science fiction from like the forties, nineteen forty. Let me see. Let me look this up real quick. Well, yeah, like they, I feel like they made the movie like in the 40s with the Universal Monsters, but I feel like that was like a character like in books before that, you know, like probably from like the 1800s. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be cliched and say The Shining, like it's a I very, was about to say, yeah. well, no one say The Ooh, Shining. I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. The Secret Window. I love The Secret Window. That was Stephen oh, King. I love that one too. Yes, yeah, Johnny Depp yeah. in it. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I love that, that one. Okay. Okay. I did not realize that. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, that those are our hard topics from, you know, probably the whole show until we get to the the re the final review. But um, you want to talk about some real shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hit us with it. Yeah. Well, for me, you know. Uh, a lot of the things that I do um, have to do with touch. I'm a nail technician and a massage therapist. And in through even just becoming uh, a therapist. Wait, hold on real quick. Uh, back <laughs> to the nail thing. She should do my nails. You're my email. first nail client. You're my first yes. returning <laughs> nail client. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So what you do, like like a little like uh touch it, like not touch it, like you know, I kept I kept stuff. him looking looking cute for Jesu, make sure he didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Fix my cuticles and everything, cut the little <laughs> things off. Yeah, I was I was looking nice out there. <laughs> yeah, you were my first recurring nerd client. I can't remember what you used to tip me with. It was it food. Probably. It was probably food or soda or something from the store. <laughs> yeah. Navy deals. Yes. The Filipino mafia. But anyway, let's not get sidetracked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Right. Um, right. For me, um, intimacy and in, in touch, I think that, um, especially with Matt, he's one of the most comfortable males. Even just talking about the fact that you were one of my returning manicure um clients like he used to always come and get your manicure to make sure that you look good and felt good for your partner and um I think that too many men are touch deprived in our society you know like it's all about like that bro like no homo especially when we were coming up um mm -hmm. and I think it's unfair to men and it leads to a lot of 
harassment uh, of women and not just about women because I don't necessarily want to make it about that but about the root issue of like the fact that men are not allowed to get in touch with the emotions as much in our society I want to lightly push back on that statement I mean our generation 100% but these Mm -hmm. kids coming up nowadays like that's the, you know they're a lot more in touch with themselves and things are a lot more fluid and like the things that we may have called a slur back in our day are totally acceptable in that community now um mm-hmm. and i say good for them i'm i'm very grateful and and hopeful for for what the future holds but at the same time I think that it's important for our people our age in our community to start embracing more of that sort of an expression of mm-hmm. being able to accept each other for who we are. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I mean, were we supposed to fi- were we supposed to actually argue with you? Like were we supposed no, to No, like, not at <laughs> all. Oh, no, I'm not on, I'm not on that stuff like <laughs> No, not at all. I was hoping that the conversation would lead to the need now because we um, came up so repressed for so many of us to jump into therapy and, and do things for ourselves and feel worthy of having a manicure and going and having a massage and signing up for therapy and even journaling on a regular basis for our own uh, well-being. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I agree. I think it's more with what I'm thinking of the word the times and what's accepted or whatever, because before, like when we were younger and things going to therapy, mean you was crazy and stuff like yeah. that. But now going therapy is more, I don't want to say mainstream, but it's just more accepted. Like if you're going yeah. to therapy, people know that uh, you're just dealing with some kind of issue, some kind of situation and that you need a- additional help with. So I think the more time goes by and more people grow and learn that therapy, yes, is acceptable. Like I know now in, in the military now, uh, they encourage people to go to therapy. Back when me and you were in and things, that wasn't, you couldn't be like, I need to go to a therapist in the Navy. They'll laugh mm-hmm. at you and say some derogatory things to you. But like yeah. in the, the day we live in, it's getting more acceptable to do stuff like that. Like like you said, you, if you was getting your nails done, they'll think you look more feminine or something like that uh less than ass but it's two things it's a growing and being um more acceptance of yourself to where if somebody does say these things you still that's you and also with times changing of you know get a medicure get a pedicure um i know now like well Chad, you could probably touch on this more about the barbershop now. They getting you skin routines and massages and like they're doing it's not just a haircut anymore. It's they're they're doing skin stuff I'm seeing on social media. Yeah. So I think we are evolving to where uh what's the word? Self-care and yes. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sadly my barbershop doesn't offer those services. It's just mostly just here's a haircut or like a beard trim. Um, but also like, I feel like if you're going to a place that's doing all that skincare stuff, you need to be prepared to like drop some money, money, you know? Yeah. Which, you say no? No, I said cha-ching. Oh, okay. 
because you know like you know mine it's just a regular thing but you know those are going up too like i was really paying attention when i paid last time i paid like 40 dollars. i'm like you know at the barbershop yeah and all i i mean i'm not complaining is when i say all it was but all he did was just like cut my hair and like trim my beard but i'm like back in my day when i first met you when you was fresh out of barber school this cost me like 15 bucks like yeah. about, so, 15, but, about know, 15 years ago you don't want to have to adjust to inflation <laughs> no one wants to adjust to inflation no one wants to <laughs> it's the toughest shit but anyway but no you don't um, go to the barber shop uh matt no actually yasu cuts my hair just with the shit where i love her yeah yeah you need to incorporate waxing into the into the equation man have you ever it's, it's, going to, it's going to hurt it's going to hurt have you ever got the uh, inside of your nose wax yeah. is it that no like, but i want to though so i was hurts. gonna ask like, like one quick thing i was gonna ask like but don't we need that hair in our nose isn't it like stopping to bacteria a certain extent stuff? you do yes you do it it collects it collects like loose debris before it goes into the mucus so yeah 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 you're right but you know it's not necessarily very seemly so because i'm like sometimes i'd be looking in the mirror and it'd be like one little guy hanging out there and i'm just like and i swear just just get it all out there okay Mm. (laughs) all right so you want you want to really uh, go down the rabbit hole for for real right um so So, yeah so let's do it ask your questions don't hold Mm -hmm. back when um did you guys lose your virginity do you remember um when that might have been and whom that might have been with and whom wow you know i would i would say let's not say whom (laughs) mostly because like you know they were your first for a reason and you aren't with them anymore for a reason so that was a long time ago let's leave i mean would you your ex care if you mentioned their name right now I care if I well we don't the, the, the podcast wonder, rules the, the podcast rules would care <laughs> yeah but like oh, you, factual, if, we, factual, factual. if we were offline I still would not want to talk about this woman mm, hey oh I could I could talk about that's, mine that's I, I have no uh I have no beef with her okay <laughs> like nobody's coming like coming for you over this story like it's gonna be fine just I mean, omitting not- names. Right. It's not, it's not it's not really a story. It's it's a it's a, a timeless classic of oh a, my of a young boy and a young woman. They meet and um 2002. Oh my. Um I was a freshman in college and oh. um it was in her in her they didn't she didn't stay in the uh dorm rooms. They had a um, a house with the girls, like it was a whole bunch of girls in a house, like a sorority house, mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. like a sorority house, like a sorority but not a sorority house. house. Yeah, but it was like I guess like they, they were just roommates with each other. Yeah, so they could save so, money, kind of a thing. Yeah, but it was actually through the university, though. So I guess some people stayed in, on campus, and then other ones stayed in the houses, like a regular house outside with a whole bunch of people. And mm-hmm. um, and you guys. And eventually and we, we were together 
and we and we did the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you bumped um, ugly, as they say. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Did you date for like a little while before that happened, or was it like a one night stand? No, no, we dated. Um, and we dated for about a year and a half ish while I was in college, and I always remember the day that I lost my virginity, you know, the first thing I did afterwards, mm. I went and told my mama. I love that. I and, That's so cute. I, I, I went on and I was like, guess what? I'm a grown man now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grown in these streets. Uh, but no, did she, she, uh, did she bake you something to congratulate her baby? Oh, fuck. Uh, Honestly, I don't remember her reaction. Maybe she said, boy, get out of my room. I don't remember what she yeah. said. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, he, he came up in there at, like, midnight and shit. Like, she's yeah. sleep, in a deep sleep. <laughs> right. I wake her up talking about nonsense. <laughs> She's like, oh, get the hell on. Um, yeah. oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> anyway, um, okay. So that that's actually... Honestly, like you're so smooth with it, but you've always been such a respectful man that, like, I'm not surprised that you're a mama's boy by any oh, means yeah. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when um, like when I get sick, even now, like when I get sick and I call my mother and I'm like, "Mama, I don't feel good. My stomach hurts." Even though she in the states and can't do nothing, I just yeah, I'm a mama's boy through and through. <laughs> That's nice though. Um, how about you, sir? When did you lose your virginity, omitting names? <laughs> omitting names. So I was a bit of a late bloomer and stuff, you know. Um, it was after high school, and I didn't really have like a traditional like college track. Um, but like I started to like dabble around in like the online stuff, like you know, plenty of fish and what was oh. it back in the day, OK Cupid and those things. And, you know, I met someone and it was, it was all right. And we went out a couple times and, you know, we, it was like around Valentine's. I don't remember if it was on Valentine's or like a couple of days afterwards, but we're at our place, you know, we're on the couch and we're making out and we transitioned to the bedroom and, you know, I genuinely didn't know what the hell I was doing. And uh, after she was like, "Was that your first time?" I was like, "No." And she's like, "Yes, oh, girl, I, I've been doing this. <laughs> well, I know, I know how to do all the sex, okay? All the things." Yes. <laughs> and she, so I was like, "No, that wasn't my first time." And she's like, "Yes, it was." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it was." So yeah, I know, uh, I I know how to do ask, all the like, sex. Did you feel the need to perform like it wasn't your first time, though? I mean, there is a a bit of embarrassment there where it's like, you know, she's she she was experienced. And so mm. and I had no experience in this arena. And so, like, I just felt like I needed to, like, fake it till I make it. Yeah. <laughs> was she acceptance of it? I mean, what's not acceptance? Was she. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not coddle, but was she um, like, OK, this was your first time. Um We'll give it another trick. go. Or was it like it was it like your first time a, a turn off. That's what I meant. I mean, we still we still we kept talking after that, but we didn't have sex mm-hmm. again that night. Oh, yeah, because she she was an acceptance of uh, you know, I was just learning, and um, mm-hmm. uh, 
I will get better as time. So she was very accepted. And, and I did feel, I don't know. You got to, I felt like a bitch. Well, not a bitch like that, but I felt like a punk where I was like, you could have, you could have definitely used a different word and still right, say, right. got that yeah. same idea. Yeah. Yeah. I felt yeah. like, a, I feel like I men felt, have that lesser. expectation. Like right, you're supposed was, to get in there and just knock it out the park your first try, but like you've never been at this park. You don't know where you're at. You're just right. responsible to everybody else. So you really have this expectation internally when you feel like if you don't do a good job right away, then you aren't quite measuring up. But also it's yes. like you don't really like, you know, I feel like the three of us, we've 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 had our our adventures, you know, since our first times. But and you don't really realize how many mechanics there are to it, like how many things you have to keep account for. And like if you're just going into it and you're like a, literally a deer in the headlights, like, oh, what? There are so many buttons here. What am I supposed to do? And then of course and you just, gotta, and, and, yeah. and just because it worked on this Cadillac, it might not work on this Escalade over here. Well, no, so. you're not. Even, you're not even thinking about <laughs> your first time. Is what I'm saying. Like the oh, first yeah, time, no. there's just like so many things that porn doesn't really tell you about. Or like movies don't really tell you about, you know, right? I got. I like, used to just like, watch watch soft porn, and the first time I watched like hardcore porn, I was like, "Oh my god, that's what the boys like really are expecting!" Like this is insanity. Mm-hmm. Then, as I grew no. older, I realized that's just performative entertainment. Yes, nothing is real that you see on screen. This podcast, right. if you're watching it on YouTube, this isn't real. Well, our our, our stories are real, but they're edited because I, right. I, I edited them. It's time yes. travel. <laughs> what about you, Lady Mail, Miss? I, I've had a really nice experience because I lost my virginity to someone who was also a virgin and we had been dating for two years and it was mutually agreed upon and you know, it was almost like um, the thing that I think I felt a lot during that time was pressure um, because, you know, we were long term dating and our families had approved of us. And it's almost like a far gone conclusion that I would marry him. <clears throat> and I felt uncomfortable with the possibility of like really signing up to be with someone for the rest of my life without even really knowing or even seeing them make it once. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really terrifying, but there's really that expectation that you're supposed to be a virgin when you get to your bed, you know, especially as a Dominican uh, woman, that you're supposed to be this specific thing and, and really sign up for that for the rest of your life. And that was really um, terrifying even though I did have a nice experience I still felt like when I did lose my virginity I wasn't supposed to be doing it and then um, <clears throat> after it happened I got home and my Dominican mom was like your hips are different you're no longer a virgin and I was like hips oh are God, different God, <laughs> bro, get the fuck out of here <laughs> she didn't even let me get in the house and I was just like Bro, can I like <laughs> lie to you or like give me twenty five minutes to like take it in? But no, she was like, "You lost your virginity," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> well, you got me. Uh, you, you <laughs> yeah. got me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, got me." 
Um, <laughs> and then she was like, to that boy you've been dating. And I'm like, I mean, he's been here. You've been like you know right it's funny how parents uh, parents be forgetting shit like uh you who was the who was this man you was with the (laughs) motherfucker that was at thanksgiving and the motherfucker that was riding around with us to new jersey (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean and then for me um i felt like that experience is one of the reasons why i wanted to bring this topic is because there's so many different expectations that we still have, not just for ourselves, for like for our kids, and like our partners. And, you know, I still hear people talking about your body count and things like that. And I think it's unfair um, <clears throat> to really judge someone by their previous experiences and what they have gone through, um, because so much of it is, is not necessarily what you set out to do, but just what their circumstances let you to being able to do kind of a thing like for me i've been a lesbian most of my life but i dated men for 30 years exclusively um and Mm. now i've been married to a woman and i've never been happier you know i just we just had our anniversary on the 12th of um five years um happy anniversary yeah thank you thank you so what Um, you're trying to say is man i need to marry men should Matt not no. get married? Matt, will you marry me? I need you to leave oh. your wife. You guys can't also, be a, a trouble. I, 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 like, I love uh, I, I know you. I know your track record. I don't know if that's gonna work. <laughs> wow! 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 He said he knows you too well to be dealing. You need more therapy. But, but it's but it, but, but it's okay. You you in therapy? You working things out? All right, we might be able to make something work. But I and I know, know you. I know I. I know you can Y'all cook though. So that's, that's that's a plus. That's a plus. Thank I know you, you thank can cook. You. But to be very clear, I'm not shaving your head. I'm not fucking um cutting up a wig. I'm not doing most of that shit. Yasu doing all right. See hmm. now we we already thing. on the ropes. Now we haven't even started. We already on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, okay, that's fine. That's uh, we, we ain't doing no Disney World stuff. We ain't doing no Star Wars stuff. You How about you, photo you, shoes? You, like Christmas photo shoes? Are we getting Christmas cards? I mean, I always say no Christmas cards, but you're sounding like Samantha now, so go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. See? So, yes. We well, we, can, we can go to wrestling events and sporting oh, events. I don't like that shit, though. See? Marriage. We got to compromise, man. How you gonna say you not gonna do my my interest, but I gotta do your interest? See, hey, you said you st- you started this by saying you wasn't gonna cut my hair, cut my wig. You started with all this negativity. I didn't ca- I didn't counter with you with me wanting you to do shit. Wait, you want you Ooh. you wouldn't want me to cut cut your beard or clean your ears? I got you, homie. Don't you? <laughs> no, I, I got a guy for that already. Uh, <laughs> see, you guys you, you so wanna funny. you wanna you want a foot massage? That's just important. That's a good question. Do I? Do you want a foot massage? See, I got you. I give a mad foot for massage. It don't even be tickling or nothing. Interesting. I remember when Josue was pregnant. That man was just like taking care of her. So Mm -hmm. so look, just mm -hmm. no. All the classes, all the books. Now, like we don't even have to fuck. You trying to you trying to rub some feet? Hey man. See, see, I'm a caring (laughs) spouse. When I when I'm in a relationship. I, I give mm-hmm. the love, the love and the affection. Mm-hmm. Some people just give the affection. I give the love and the affection. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I like but, this. I like but, this. But I'm sorry. Like we, we, we got on a tangent there. So you've been <laughs> happily married for five years and you have you were dating men and you realized men ain't shit. And you once you came to your senses, <laughs> you've been you've never been happier. And you know, I no. love that. And that's not what I mean at all. Um I think for me, the biggest thing is that I'm the eldest of a big group of people. And I have three brothers. And um, for me, <clears throat> in the machismo culture, mm. like it's hard for them to even reach out and be like, hey, sister, I love you. I'm proud of you or anything in any kind of a way because like you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to have any sort of emotion. You're supposed to feel happy or sad or, you know, you're just supposed to be like this rock that provides money. Um, and I think that men are so much more than that. And the time that I was dating men, I tended to date a lot of bisexual males who were closeted. Um, and I saw the plight of like, you know, feeling trapped within like your expectations of what you're supposed to be as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I believe it's all about where like, city wise and things like that also time frame of when um when you grew up what's what was quote unquote acceptable what was not acceptable but like uh chad said yeah i think with this newer generation um that stuff will be less of a hindrance on stuff it'd be it wouldn't be um like you won't look down upon if, you know, somebody, if he, if like, for example, like if I cried or whatever, my wife mm-hmm. wouldn't look at me differently because I cried um, and everything else like that. I think with the times and people changing, learning more, it'll be more acceptable for, for men to express all their feelings, emotions. Cause I know it's sometimes it's hard. Like, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, quote unquote, the men in the house, you're supposed to be strong, the rock for the family and everything. Um, but um, you can still do both. You can be the rock mm-hmm. and everything. And then, as you know, life is hard. Life is stressful. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you just need to cry to let it out. You and so you can keep it moving. Too, and you need intimacy, too. And, you know, I'm, that's why I really like the conversation that you guys were having. Because um, being in relationship and being intimate with somebody isn't necessarily having sex right away. Like, it can be just a foot rub in a conversation. Um, and talking about your day and just, you know, asking somebody how they're doing. So you're talking, you want to talk about um, mental health as well? Yes. And I think that's, I was sort of transitioning to that. Um, I wanted to specifically want to come on the podcast with you guys because you both are male. And I did know that you advocate for mental health. And I think it's an important topic because I have young brothers, like I was saying, and in my culture, the machismo culture that happens is very much what we were talking about it's like don't show your emotions don't cry in front of people and certainly like not be open with your sexuality which leads to a lot of repression for everyone and so for me I think um that mental health um my struggle have been with getting to know myself and being more um open with who I am what are what are your struggles of your mental health um, that's such a, that's an interesting question. 
Well, uh, do you think that for me, my mental health started with bereavement um, therapy when my mother passed away? Um, okay. And then that transitioned into uh, mindfulness training for PTSD after I got out of the Navy. <clears throat> and then after that, it's just been different topical things just to maintain myself. But after about 10 so years of consistent therapy, I'm at a point where I'm actively in therapy so that I can be myself. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, for me, um, I have been um trying to combat 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 um uh, depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, just serious strong waves of um depression uh, will kind of take over sometimes, and um, that's kind of what we've been working on. Um getting through i know this and like chad has told me this before um i don't want to say this like when my my grandmother and my father died within like days of each other and um i haven't fully processed this and i know i should but i haven't and eventually i will but it's just it's just like um I kind of push it down and like, I got to move forward and stuff like that, but I know I need to address it. Uh, but I'm done. I'm not denying that it's there. I know I need to, but I just haven't got around to doing it. Yeah. It's, um, it can be tough and, um, it, it can be tough. I, I get you, man. Right. Because you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to think about it. You kind of just want to shut down. And you just don't want to be bothered or the opposite to where like, I want to, I need some, I need a distraction. I need it. I need the lights and the music and sounds and everything. So I don't go into my, uh, my sorrow, depression world where I'm thinking about all this stuff to, I need to just distract myself with something else. So mm-hmm. do you sometimes like use work as a substitute for avoidance? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I use work. I use everything. Like if I'm doing something, then I'm not focusing on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, see, my love, I was doing a good transition and yeah. trying to put you back on track. Right. Oh, that's hope. Right. Yeah. Right. And when I focus on work, I put too much time and energy. Then I, I be an outstanding worker. And then they want me to go on these work trips. Oh. And so last week, last week, this earlier, last week, yeah. yeah, when this come out, last week, um, I had a work trip. I went up to Yakuska for Ooh, uh, work. And, you know, we've been to Yakuska plenty of times. But the only difference is we was there through the Navy. So uh. ship pulls in <laughs> and we just go about our business. So this time I had to go up there by myself. And all right, so first I'm on the plane and from uh, Nagasaki, to Haneda Airport. And I'm the only American on the plane. So, you know, the flight attendants are doing their safety video things and all the stuff is in Japanese. And I'm just sitting there. Um, you know, I've been on enough planes. I know how this thing goes. So the lady mm-hmm. gets done and sees me. And then she pulls out the little card with the pictures on there. And it's in <laughs> Japanese. And she's like, uh, 
she translated it to me in English. And I was like this, hmm, 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 wakarimashita. And then she says, oh, you speak good Japanese. And then starts explaining everything else in Japanese, right? And I was like, oh, sorry, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> Just that little stuff I was doing sound like I spoke it. No, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't have been doing all that. You, see, right. we, just like, like <laughs> earlier when he's talking about like trying to overcompensate, you know, don't right. do it. Don't do it. Right. And so I was like, I was like, ah, oh, sorry, I don't speak Japanese. So, uh, and I get off the plane, and everybody told me he's like, it's easy. You just got to get on KQ line, buy the ticket there, take their transfer mm -hmm. here, and you're good to go. And I'm like, okay, nope. So I, I get off the airport. Air, uh, the terminal, I go to KQ line and I'm trying to type in the, my destination, Yakuska, and it doesn't pop up. I'm like, so I press the help button. And you know, the little, I don't know if you guys ever seen it where you buy your ticket from, if you press help, the guy will come out the machine. Like he'll stick his head out this thing. Hey, it's uh, a real person. Yeah, it's a real person. I'll show you a clip of this after the show. So you see it like he, he's, he opens like a little door and sticks his head out. Um, okay. And, um, so then he was like, oh, no, wrong KQ line. You need to walk down there, downstairs. So I was like, okay. So I go down there, downstairs, type in Yakuska, got my ticket. I'm like, cool. Now, as I'm watching everybody go, now realize, I am not from Chicago. I am not from New York. I don't be taking trains like that. So as I'm walking through, everybody's like scanning their little thingy, like, like at the airport, you know, to get through. So I have my ticket, and I'm like this. And nothing's for, happening. Hey, hey, for for um for audio listeners. Oh, I'm just tapping it on the little circle thing. Like I said, people put their phone on. I'm tapping it like this, and it's not opening. And I'm like, and I see a guy, and I'm I just I give him this look. He was like, no, put it in. And I was like, oh, so I put it in, and it like zips in towards the end. because oh, like, you because oh. you, you have paper, and they all right. have electronic. Okay, right. So then I get my ticket. I'm going down there. There's a train stopped with people already on there and people standing in line. So I get in line with these people and I'm like, I'm looking at the signs and it's all this stuff going on in Japanese. And I'm like, I have no idea what train to get on. So then I hear um, the announcement, this train makes every stop. So I'm like, should I get on this train or stay here? Get on this. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I get on this train. So I was like this. I'm trying to read the signs where we're stopping at. And then I have an app or whatever too, but the app says transfer, no transfer. It's like, what does that mean? Right. So I was like, the, the train stops, and I'm like, do I get off or do I stay on? And I was like, all right, let me get off. No, good what thing I got off. What are you well, doing? Well, good thing I, I'm I so got invested. off because that train went backwards. <laughs> so good thing I got off. Oh my god. <laughs> so then okay, I get okay. off. Yeah, I get off, and I'm like, um. I get off and I'm like, all right, what I, what, what train do I need to take? So then a Japanese guy comes up to me. He was like, "Hey, uh, I'm trying to get to Yokohama. Uh, do you know what train I, I need to take?" Why would even? Why would you know what train to take? Why would you know? Well, that because apparently, like even Japanese people, like who don't do this like every day or whatever, they get lost using the train state, the, the train system. And I'm saying, uh, why would he ask the black man in Japan? Hey, man, maybe. Maybe I looked like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> so I was like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I don't even know what I'm doing. So then I was walking and I seen an American guy. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm trying to get to Yakuska, Kiyomiya. And he was like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going there. Uh, just follow me. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, also, wait, hold on. 
that guy over there wants to know how to get to Yokohama. Can you show him? So he showed him, right? So he was like, the guy told me, he's like, the train's going to be here in like nine minutes. And I was like, okay. So he's standing like, not close to me, but like right here. This is uh, the, the random American or the Japanese man? Yeah, the random American guy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like this, playing on my phone and everything. And I look up and I see the train. I'm like, okay. Where's that guy at? That guy was already on the fucking train. Yeah. He didn't tell me or nothing. Yeah. So then yeah. I was like, oh, sh- oh, shit. I jumped on there. And then uh, I saw the size. It was like Yakuska. So then I just waited. And I thought, like, the dude was going to say something to me. Like, you know, see you later or whatever. No, that dude just rode on out. He was like, you know what? You know, I- I- I've done my job. Peace. Yeah. So then I remember the guys told me, he's like, once you get out there, there's a taxi stand. Take this taxi to base. So then I get there. I wait in line. Taxi guy comes and I'm like, base? He says, no base. And I'm like, Nande. Nande means why. And I was like, Nande. Mm-hmm. And then he just closed the door. And I was like, I was like this. <sighs> so then I had to go to Google Maps to see how far away base is. So as I'm walking there, I'm walking, I'm walking like for 10 minutes. Next thing you know, I see an American couple. I'm like, hey, is this the right way to base? And then they were like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. I keep walking. I see base. I'm like, okay, good. So I'm still carrying you, my luggage. Do you remember what Google Maps said, how far the walk was? Well, the thing is, when I put in the destination, it didn't give me the destination of the gate, of base gate. It gave me the def- It gave me an address somewhere on base. So okay. I couldn't tell how far it was. So then once I get through the gate, and I'm like, okay, I'm staying at the hotel, the Navy Lodge, and they tell mm-hmm. me there's a bus that takes you there. So I'm getting off. I'm walking. I'm walking. I can't. Don't see anybody. Then I see security. So I'm like, hey, they say there's a bus. Where's the bus stop at? They was like, walk down further. There's a bus stop. I'm like, okay, get to the bus stop now. And I'm reading it. So basically, it stops at select locations all over the whole base. Now, Yakuska is a is a big base. So and of course, the Navy Lodge <laughs> is at the far end of the base. So basically, I had to get on like four stops to finally get to the Navy Lodge and I made it. And then I was like, I do not want to do this again. So uh, my thing was like, when you, when you messaged me and you're like, Oh, Hey man, um, I don't want to do this again. My initial thought was, do they not have Uber or Lyft in Japan? They, they have Uber in certain places. Probably like if you had like in the Tokyo's, like the big city areas. Yes. Don't they still have those like pay by the yen and by the second, like with the meter running? Um, yes. taxis, the yellow ones. <laughs> yes, but I'm yeah, also, but I'm also... to get all the way to Jakusu from Sasebo, like two hundred freaky dollars. But now it's expensive now, and then also I learned like there's taxis that can't get on base um, yeah, for Yakuska. That makes sense, and there's some that are only on base, so. I don't know why this dude was like, no, man, just drop me off in front. But whatever, I digress. But um, it's that was my were, It's because you were black. Probably. Nah, American. They was like, no more of these guys jeans out here. Um, why not so, both? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so then I was like, I was worried about when I come back because it was going to be in the morning with, you know, people going to work and everything. It's going to be hectic. But luckily, I got a guy... Uh, who I was seeing there, he drove me to the airport. So I was like, okay, good. I didn't want to have to deal with that. That's good. So, so I was going to ask how, how you got home. 
Yeah. If that was another Odyssey. <laughs> so, so how far was space to the airport? Like 15 minutes. By car. Okay. No, by oh, by walking 15 minutes. It was probably like five minutes by driving. Then why'd you take a train? Oh, wait, from the airport to oh no, from the airport to base? Yeah, it was about an hour. Okay. Yeah. I got you. All right. And then um you were talking about hyping this up for a few episodes about your coach now, your big time. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm coaching football, two different great age groups, uh seven to nine, and then ten to thirteen uh age groups. So we've been practicing and we had our first game on Saturday. Uh, the first kids, the first game was the seven and nine kids. And we did good. They did great. We won 14 to zero. Uh, Ooh, congratulations. Then, uh, okay. Then we did um, the 10 to 13 one. And we got dog walks. <laughs> we got oh, I was about to there. say the end of pause. <laughs> we, we, we got destroyed. Like, it, it, it was bad. Like it got to the point the to score? where like never mind. I stopped counting after they scored three touchdowns. Uh because they had they had like they had they scored on big one kids. big run play, then they had two pick sixes, and then they probably beat us by four touchdowns. We didn't we didn't do anything. But yeah, we we it was bad. Like it's one thing if we lose, but like the the kids were taking it real hard. Like when like the quarterback was throwing those pick sixes, he was getting sad and like crying. And then another kid like had an open catch, he dropped it. He was sad and was crying. It was and all the kids just looked dejected. But the only Aww. plus side is that we didn't. Um, we had a couple players didn't show up. So um, the kids that we did have. They were playing offense and defense with no – we had no substitutions. So they were tired and stuff like that. Mm. And plus, a lot of the kids, that weren't that's not the position they were playing. So it was good that they got to see live action, see how the game is goes. So uh, this week when we practice, they have a better understanding. But, yeah, we got, uh, we got rocked. We got rocked. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was not a it was not a good day. But but, but it, it is what it is. And I mean, we can't do worse than this, so we can only go up. Don't say that either. No, nah, mm-hmm. no. Nah. Uh, if if you would have saw that game, we can't not do worse than that. <laughs> no, nah, we cannot. We we can only go up from here. So I look forward to it. And plus, we know what the practice is. So I look forward. So hopefully next time we can say that. Uh, next week we got uh we redeemed ourselves with a win. I, I really want that game? for you guys. You got games again Sat- next week? Same amount? Every, yeah, every Saturday we have uh, games. What's today? Okay, yeah, every Saturday, yes. Yeah. Um, But when I'm not working or coaching football, I like to control my mental health by playing Spy- the new Spider-Man 2 video games. Um, <laughs> that segue just but see, see yeah this ain't my first rodeo this ain't my first rodeo i don't i don't know how much of the show you've listened to but um matt matt can do some transitions all right <laughs> <laughs> for good or worse i won't try um yeah i missed out i know the game came out on the 20th but i missed out because 
the you stupid next. Tell. All right, yeah. Let no, no. Let me address this. Okay. When the you NES? pre-order something, yeah, the NEX. When you pre-order mm-hmm. something, that means, hey, when this game comes releases on that day, you are reserving yourself a copy. Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree with that statement? That sounds um, accurate to me. You are, re- yeah. You when they have stock. You will no, 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 no. It's not when they have stock. When you say October 20th is the day that this game is released, you have a copy. So when October 20th came and I come in there with my ticket and my receipt to be like, let me pick up my game. You should not be saying we haven't received the stock of this. Then you shouldn't have said that this oh. game comes out on the 20th. It should have been whenever, like you said, whenever we have this game in, we will reserve you a copy. You know, I mean, if they mm-hmm. have like a um, same day guarantee, like on Amazon, they have like a, oh, excuse me, a, a delivery guarantee. And mm-hmm. so it's like, if your shit's not delivered on that day, it's their bad. So did they have this a delivery guarantee? No, because they was messing that up last year. I don't know. I, I had to, I need to read that fine print, but I was mad about so, that. And then it's I an up for trail. your money if they didn't have your game. Right. Right. But eventually, what was it? Uh, what day did I? It was like three days later. Yeah, you came back Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, so third Wednesday. So instead of the twentieth, they got it on the twenty fifth. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, because I came back Wednesday. Yeah, because when I was flying back, that's when. Um, yeah, that's when um she I got the call. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. I would say so. Yeah, I would see? look into this fine print and see if you get some money back for that. You might have. Like, I would. I don't know. I would. I think you could get some money back. Like, right. did they? Did they at least apologize when you came to pick it up? Well, no, I didn't pick it up. The wife picked it up. Well, because I was still in Yakuska when they, because they called me. Cause they said they was like, "It's ready," and then I told the wife, and then she picked it up. Did they apologize to her? Like, no, man. Like, somebody needs to be apologizing. Right. Probably, but I know. Uh, I know how these people are. So, if there was anybody like me who who uh, pre ordered a game. Plenty of people complained about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm but sure now that I finally got my hands on it. You weren't the only one that pre ordered it on base. So you think that right. happened to everyone on, on base? Yeah. I mean, if they, if yep. they don't have it, they don't have it. You know? Yep. So everybody who wanted Spider Man uh, had to wait four days to get it, to actually play it. That's ridiculous. I mean, I do know here on day one several stores in the area just did not have it in stock not like not a situation of we sold out a situation of we didn't get it that sounds like a sony distribution issue is there any theories about that i mean there's no one i mean the only thing i could think of would just be to push people to like download it (laughs) right or bribe bribe, uh, drive the price up I mean right. that's pretty set in stone. It's already a lot. They already upped the price. You know, games are seventy dollars now. Because also, when you pre-order it, you get yeah. it. It's 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 um, you get those bonus content or whatever. For I got I didn't get the regular sixty dollar one. I got the. I mean, they're all seventy dollars now. Oh, but don't you like if you pre-order, you get like those three additional skins or something like that. So. I can't reach it. Um, so there was a code inside the box of mine. Uh, yeah. but I don't did you get anything else besides what was in the box? I got those co- no, because yeah, just those. The codes and you get an extra skill points and stuff like that. Yeah. So oh, so there was oh 
I mean, I feel like if you want to, I mean, you, you can do it because you're not in the in the country. But I feel like if you went to GameStop, they probably would have gave you like some stickers or something, you know? Right, right. Some little trinkets to say, "Hey, good job on doing this." Yeah. But uh, yeah. the game, um, I'm loving the game right now. Um, Was it worth the wait? Yes. Yes. Um, mm. I just that's wish big, I had more that's time. That's a to big, play. big compliment. Yeah. I, I just wish I had more time to play it, but um, I'm enjoying everything about it. Um, all the new changes from the first one. Um, I don't, I don't know where I'm at as far as percentage wise in the game. Uh, Chad, story wise, story line I mean, mode. Okay. Oh no, I'm at the part where um, uh, he has venom now. He has did a venom he, suit now. Did he just get it? Uh, no, he got it, and then I did the Mary Jane. Uh, oh no, that was the same one, same mission. When I played as Mary Jane, um, yeah. So basically, that's where I'm at around that, where he got the Venom suit. I'd say story wise, probably maybe forty percent. Does this game okay, go all the way into the like multiverse? Um, light spoilers. Uh, one of the side missions, um, kind of touches on that. Did you guys ever watch the the old school like animated Spider Man by um, Lee? By what? By I can't remember. I'm having a brain fart so hard so right now. Are you talking about the cartoon that came on in the '90s when we were kids, or the yes, one like that our... has? Okay. The okay. blonde Spider-Man with like the red jacket, yeah. the animated series. Yeah. yeah, that was our stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Did you uh, guys watch yeah. that all the way through? I feel like I've seen all the episodes, but I, I feel like if I did a rewatch, I'd be like, "Oh, I've never seen this episode you before." Blow your fucking mind, <laughs> right? Because I mean, during that, that time, we, we just watched everything, whatever was on, like. TV at that time, yeah. whatever episode. So, like you said, there might have been some episodes that we didn't catch or something like that. Yeah. But pretty much, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, man. Um, I love the game too. Like I beat it, and um, I hundred percent beat it within the, oh, but within the week. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing, though. Insider baseball. We didn't have a show last week because Matt was going to mm -hmm. be out of town. So, like, I had like a free night to like really put some hours into it. Like I, I'm not saying I beat it last Saturday night, but I'm just saying like mm -hmm. I had extra time. Um, mm -hmm. like I really enjoyed the game. Like the story's great. Like um, I like the universe that they're building because this is like the third game in this specific franchise. Um, the side quests were fun, but I, I mean, I will say I, I it, it felt a little lacking because I don't think that I should have been able to 100% the game within the amount of time that I did compared mm -hmm. to the first Spider-Man game where there was so much stuff to do. Right. It feels like they cut down, they cut a lot of the fat. Did you do the, I haven't, <laughs> I don't want to do it, but how was the Mysterio challenges things? I see them around, but I, I feel like, I, I don't want to be, not tricked is the right word, I don't want to go to a fantasy world and do some stuff. Um, then maybe you should stop playing the game right now. 
I was about to say that's like the whole point of the whole well, video you, game. You know what I mean. You no, know what I, I like. I, no, I know what Matt means. And like, no, right. like the fantasy world, like you're gonna have to do some stuff in like not real worlds in that game. Yeah, and like that's one quest? of my comp. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. What what he's talking about is a side quest. What I'm saying is what they're making him do in that side quest that he's avoiding. They're gonna make you do in the main story. Oh man. And that's what it, I was referring to when we were texting about how like it feels like they're padding the game out because like you mm-hmm. didn't have to do this. You could have just had the cutscene where they just did what they needed to do, but they did the cutscene and then they transitioned to a fantasy world to be like, now you get to play this. And it's like, I didn't need to play this. You could have just did it. I I don't want to play this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, I'm still loving the game. Um like probably once uh, this podcast done, I'll probably hop back on it. You definitely um, should. Sounds yeah, like you're excited been, about it. I, I look forward to like whenever they come out with like some downloadable content for it. Like I will, I didn't buy it for the first Spider-Man game, but like whenever they say, "Hey, we got some more stuff for you," because like the way most of the side missions ended, they're just teasing more stuff is gonna is coming. Mm-hmm. So this definitely gonna like be downloadable upgrade. That augment the game experience. Yeah, well, I mean, just more story missions because it's like some of the missions in where you don't capture the bad guy. He's like, mm-hmm. "I'm coming for you, Spider Man," and then he escapes. And it's like, like, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all not saving this for Spider Man three. Y'all gonna, it's this is there's some downloadable content coming. Y'all got some more missions. Y'all held back. Christmas probably like the night before Christmas. They're gonna be like, hey. Do you guys remember when they did that for PlayStation like a couple of years back? I think for... it was for Halo. They had an expansion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that, yes. It was a hot fucking disaster. Are you a gamer? <laughs> do you play games? Um, Actually, no. I'm gaming adjacent. Um, My <laughs> brother is super gamer, and I grew up being like the big sister that watched him play games. Um, mm-hmm. but no, the last console I personally played was 64. Oh wow, okay. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Matt, how come you you guys weren't knocking out the what would what would have been back in your day? The PS3 back in your day. We were, but only thing is we was doing it in the birthing. Or that's mm-hmm. that's our what bedroom. That was show. a boy uh, thing. I wasn't allowed in the space where they had the video game at for, for long term, for yeah. like long periods of time. I it wasn't physically kosher for me to go in that space. I see. Yeah. I see. Did, but did you know that okay, we're about to get sidetracked. So when we were in the Navy, we had lounges, TV, you can just chill and stuff like that. And it was boys and girls, right? Because mm-hmm. they didn't want us to mingle. For obvious reasons, we mingle, but you know. right. But now, now on the ship, it is co-ed for the uh, for the lounges, uh, for them to be together. That oh, makes sense. That's though. interesting. That's a lot more reasonable. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I I I was known to to sneak and have a nap. Um, a nap. <laughs> and that's now. what that, that's what we call it. A nap. No, it was legitimately <laughs> a nap. Like. <laughs> like that ass, I would be so tired and I would need like just a cuddle so hard. I would be like, Hey, can I like sneak and cuddle with you? And I would literally be asleep. Let's leave that state, let's leave that sentence right where it is. No follow up <laughs> questions, Matt. What is Hot Pocket? 
Oh, no. Okay. So I seen this online and I'll send this to you guys right now. Um, oh, our group chat is on Instagram. Hold on. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. there was a lady on Twitter and she says that uh, pe people think she's crazy because she opened up her Hot Pocket, cut it open to add mm -hmm. more seasoning to it. <laughs> Have you... So, first of all, I want, hey, I want you guys to, uh, it's hard to tell. I just sent it to the, our group chat. Uh, she put, like, hot sauce on it or something. And first, I want to say first thing is, this is diabolical and a genius at the same time. I've it's never so once good. thought about opening up, opening up my hot pocket to season it. So, I wouldn't, I've not done it to a hot pocket, but I've done it to, like, burritos and stuff. Yeah, burritos, but like a hot pocket. I mean, oh, that's kind of smart it's, though, because it's kind of it's already closed. It's yeah. already closed. It's not like you can unroll it. That makes sense, right? Well, for so, me, I feel yeah. like if I were to go do that, I would just kind of cut it from the top and add the seasoning that way. Right, I like they cut it open like it was a surgery. They like a flap. They cut it open <laughs> like that and did it. So I was just like, I'm disgusted <laughs> and. Excited! I'm applauding this at the, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, next time you're out there in the hot pocket, cut that thing open and, and uh, season it. <laughs> I looking at the inside of it, it just looks so sad. Cause I'm like, where's the rest of it? Right. I feel like it stuff used to be a lot more stuff when back in the day when we used to order hot pockets so or like buy a whole box of hot pockets. Right, and plus, Chad. We are not meant to see the inside of that. We, I agree. That's, I agree. That, that, that's I agree. a behind baseball thing. We were not part. meant to see that. Yes. <laughs> I think that's why I felt uncomfortable when I looked at the picture. I'm like, I don't know something about it. Like the cognitive right. dissonance. I was like, no, why? Mm -mm. I, right. It's like, I could have went my whole life without seeing the inside of a hot pocket. It would have been happy. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's getting close to Halloween time, right? And um, my daughter's school is having a um Halloween party, and so I signed us up to get um tablecloths and I think plates. So on Tuesday, I'm gonna look at the calendar right quick so I can give you an exact date. Tuesday, October twenty fourth, I went to the Dollar Tree to get some Halloween supplies. And I it go in, I go in there, right? And it's like one shelf of Halloween stuff and everything else is Christmas. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's it's literally a week away. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. I leave and go to another Dollar Tree. Exact same situation. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? I go to Walmart immediately after this, and they're clearing out the Halloween section for Christmas. And I'm like, what, what, what are, we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Like, what, what about the straggler people for Halloween? Like, nah, no, man, you better, you better get that stuff from Amazon. So like, my thing was like, I didn't know until like that day, uh, no, the day before that we had to get stuff for her Halloween, her Halloween get together, or I would have gotten it a lot earlier. But like, if I was a one a parent that waits to the last minute, or I'm really busy, I would have been out of mm -hmm. luck. 
Yeah, but where are they getting it from, though? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like no, a week is strong and strong, but I'm like, the, the weekend, I can see that 28th, you know, you better transition over real quick, mm -hmm. but a week, yeah, you still got to What about somebody time. trying to throw like a party, like a Halloween party? Who wants to decorate? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's ridiculous right, that right. they, 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 they trans, that they're less <laughs> transitioning a week out. That's crazy to me. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I look forward to after Halloween, though, is that like you can actually go to Walmart and they have the candy, like 50% or 70%, like mm -hmm. those specific Halloween packs. Oh, and yeah. then I will, I will buy me a half a shelf. Half but, a shelf. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, um, so a couple weeks Speaking ago. Speaking of dressing up. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you um so i don't know if we mentioned it on the show but um last week um friend of the show jared was in town because his brother got married and um so me him and friend of the show nelson uh linked up as well as my daughter so it was me my daughter and the boys uh we went to the renaissance fair and oh. it was uh i believe it's all of all of our first time going and it was really interesting. Um, I want to go. I talked to my uh, daughter. Quick, what what made you guys decide to do it? So mm -hmm. Nelson and I like um, pass each other mm -hmm. memes like constantly all day. Mm -hmm. And so like one of the things he sent me was an advertisement for the Renaissance Fair that was coming up. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. And let's do it when I have my daughter because she might want to do that. And so, like, the only way I could get her out of the door was I was going to be like, there's horses. We're going to see some horses. So she's like, horses. So, like, the whole drive, she's like, horses, horsey, 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 horse, horse, horse. I'm like, yeah. And so uh, the first thing we did was we watched the jousting. It was it was kind of cool. Like, it, we were, it was, it was a terrible day to go to the Renaissance Fair because it's, like, in a field and, it's, and it was raining and mm -hmm. cold. And the jousting was kind of cool. Like they, you know, it was obviously like not real. So like they weren't like knocking each other off the horses for real, for real. And then they had like a half-hearted like sword fight. And I was like, that was, I mean, at least she got to see some horses. So like um, mm -hmm. we all walked around. Uh, we saw uh, the, uh, Nelson and Jared, they did mm -hmm. archery. And then they had like a fire show. And um, where um, they were like, juggling like shit that was lit on fire and like mm -hmm. my i did not know my daughter liked fire so much like she was just clapping like yeah and i'm like what, what <laughs> what's wrong with you stop it <laughs> well, I, well you think she'll grow be a klepto pyromaniac pyro oh, klepto that's when it's you steal oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> So um, we ended up going to the final jousting game, jousting event of the um, of the um, of the day as well as the one that we went to in the rain. And this one was like it was not raining, so it was like slightly less cold, and it was a much better vibe. Like people were chanting "Kill him," and my daughter was getting in <laughs> on it too. And like much the, better vibe, people were chanting "Kill yeah. him." Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and then like the uh even like they like the dude got knocked off the horse and it kind of looked real. And like they put it on a real show, like they was doing sword fighting, and then they had like fake blood spewing and stuff. It was so cool. And like they fake uh -huh. killed somebody. 
<laughs> it was so cool, man. Did you get this on video? I so funny enough, like I was recording it and then I didn't think that they was gonna go that far. So I stopped recording right before the blood uh, stuff came out. <laughs> but but Jared recorded it, so I'll send that to you too. Okay. All right. But yeah, it was a good time. And it's like I, it felt like one of those parenting moments where it was like my I know my <laughs> daughter really enjoyed it. And so like I enjoyed it even more because she enjoyed it. Cause like I right. I never really took her to like anything like uh, uh, something like that like I've never taken her to a comic con or anything like that because I was like she's probably not old enough to really enjoy this you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that was a huge success I was really happy that you know that went well so we're definitely have you guys gone to like the circus or anything like that I haven't been to the circus in like a decade Like I, I went to the circus like Last time I was there, or well, last time I lived in St. Louis, so eighteen nineteen was the last time I was there. And like you said, like I took my, yeah, yeah, two thousand eighteen mm-hmm. nineteen, and I took my son to the circus. Like he's been to the circus like at least twice. Mm-hmm. And now, like if you ask him, has he been to the circus? He's like, no, I've never <laughs> been to the circus. That because he was, was too young, young to remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when I pull up pictures, I'm like, see, this is you at the circus. Oh, uh, okay. So like stuff like that is like you know, when he gets older, they'll start when his memory kicks in. Then yeah. then it's better take start taking them places. Yeah, because like um recently someone asked me when I why hadn't I taken my daughter to Disney, and I was like, because I'm not spending all that money for her not to remember it. Exactly. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my last topic this week, um, since we're going to be topical, is this whole, all these memes and videos and stuff about taking your date on Cheesecake Factory, to Cheesecake Factory, and people are saying like, oh man, I definitely, I love Cheesecake Factory, please take me to Cheesecake Factory, because like, I'm not somebody that's like, um, ungrateful or whatever, and I feel like that this is i feel like the conspiracy theory time i feel Uh-oh. like cheesecake factory put this out there because like the amount of, of like love coming towards the cheesecake factory now and i know they're getting an influx of business because of this hmm. huh it's it's hard not to uh-huh. it's hard to believe anything you see on the internet because everything it's probably orchestrated for mm-hmm. something like on this. some level, yeah, right. But you already know my feelings on Cheesecake Factory. Um, it ain't what it. Yeah, I mean, we had a whole discussion about Cheesecake Factory and uh, who was on there? Still, Steve on there? We did oh it. no, we no, yeah, yeah, okay, no, no, that wasn't me. That was the episode with your siblings. Oh, okay, yeah, so. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So about, and I mean, it's not all lot cracked up to be for Cheesecake Factory, but back to this. So for the people who don't know, they said that a group of women got together and uh, put a list together of restaurants that is not acceptable. Let me pull it. Where did I send that at? Uh, group chat. I send that in. Uh. <laughs> Something about old chain restaurants, but I don't understand that part because it's like even Beyonce rapped about going to Red Lobster, so I'm like so lost. Right. Oh, damn. We have so many group chats. 
I don't I know. Like, which one I, I feel like you know. Well, you actually made a post about this. I remember that. Uh, so so right, I do. I, I do vaguely remember like some of the things on the list, and like one of the items. Okay, was, like, I got it pulled up. Okay. I don't know. Well, me. Uh, um, it's twenty-eight. I'm about to go through them quickly. Okay. Oh, you going to read um, all twenty-eight? What? There's right. twenty-eight items on the list. Well, here he goes. Here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on on a first date. How about uh, how about you do the top five 10. and then okay top ten and then we'll post the list on um on the yeah okay this is from one to ten cheesecake factory Applebee's wow. Chili's yeah. Chipotle Olive Garden the movies your house any fast okay food chain Buffalo Wild Wings and Wingstop. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So your house, and, I get. Now, yeah, yeah now I was yeah, gonna say you that don't take somebody on a date to your house, but your your first date to your house, like, yes. But I will say location. this: like it's um, there's a lot of dudes that are are still trying to pull that. Oh, just come to my house, do, 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 do. like from me talking to women so and tired. stuff, like you know, because mm. because dudes out here trying to you know be sinful and whatnot you know they they aren't virtuous like young matthew here right so i haven't been single in um a very long time so i don't know how the game goes these days but from my perspective is it the point of a first date is to get to know the person so does now i'm asking this question legitimately does the place really matter like for example if i took a person out to Olive Garden, right? To And then we're sure we're there to eat, but really aren't we there to talk to get to know each other? Supposed to so be. are you going to, are you, are, if we have the exact same conversation, would it be different versus Applebee's versus, I don't know, some high end place? So, Wasn't the line used to be like, can I take you out for coffee or something? Like people right. used to go out for coffee and, and like sit and just, well, according according to the according to this list, that's number seventeen Starbucks. But here's my yeah. thing, though. It's like I, 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 I don't agree with what this is saying, but I get I understand the spirit of this list because, mm. like, I feel like where we are in life now, uh, almost in our forties, like. <laughs> Should you take somebody to Applebee's if you are on a track where you make okay money? Like I get mm-hmm. like going to these places, all these places on the list. If you are like in your twenties, you know, you, do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying, yeah. Like anything. I stayed at Applebee's because you know they had the like two for whatever twenty five menu, and you get margaritas mm-hmm. and whatever. Like it's when you're short money, but you still want to have a good time. Kind of like all right, Chad. Quick, quick question. So I haven't been, I haven't been <laughs> home in a while. So c- can you give me some names of restaurants in St. Louis, like that somebody of our age should take somebody on the first date? Because well, like honestly, said- honestly, God, I really thought like a Cheesecake Factory, Red Lobster was a good place to take, but I don't well, know. So like, well, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take the person to any of these. I'm just saying like. I get what they're saying because like stereotypically a chain is not going to be as fancy as like the local, the new hot local, not even or like hot, a but just some local Chris. spot. It's right. like the, the popular, like yeah. acceptable high 
high end. Yeah. So like, I mean, I I mean, you you've been there. Like, I really like we both like Midtown Sushi a lot. Like that's yeah. a fun place to take somebody on a date, but also it's pricey. Let me say sushi <laughs> on the list. All right, sushi's not on the list. Okay. Well, Fella, we gave you we gave you one. <laughs> I, I I guess sushi is more expensive. So <laughs> um hmm. I feel like I'm on the spot right now. Like I'm looking at this list too. It's like bowling's a fun date. I've been to bowling on some on some first dates. But there's some like, I kind of like, feel like, on like, the spot like, because it's like I've been on all of these as first dates. I went on my first date to with my wife on to the movies. We went to go watch Black Panther. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's to me that's good. But you're really gonna take, I guess. See, this is very specific, the gym. Like yeah. that has to be very specific. You like you know that person gym? works out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it says take you take them to the gym. But that to me, that's very specific. Like maybe you guys are both. But that's not a first date. I think that's like you're already dating someone and sort I mean, of like not necessarily, not necessarily, because it depends on how you meet, right? Because like if like let's say mm. you meet on an app and like on the app you both say you're into um the gym and you're mm-hmm. like the way my schedule is, I have gym time, but I don't have date time and I don't want to skip the gym to go on a date. You both so you would date at the gym. Yeah, you go, you use that, um, what is it, that, that, um, that's friends and family membership thing to get them a day pass and you guys, you know, do a set together or whatever. I was going to say, like, I mean, we were already dating at that time, but I have gone to the gym with my girlfriend at the time. So, I mean, it's not unheard of, but for me, it felt like it would be more of like, you already know this person outside the gym, but I mean... It's not the the craziest thing in the world. Right. So there's a, I'm reading a list and it says somewhere that requires a long drive. I get that. Okay, I, kinda, but like, I, I get that one. Yeah. Because you just this remember this is a first date. So mm-hmm. you don't know this mm-hmm. person like that and you about to spend like two hours in a car or something. Nah, that's right. not good for a first date. No. Right. Also, I call BS on sports event as well because it's like, what if you got some tickets to a you cool game? You don't get game? to talk to each other. You can talk at a sports event. Like, movie night, no. Like, if you're going to the movies, you can't talk in the movie. You're not supposed to talk in the movie theater. But you, know, <laughs> but you can talk at a you can talk at a game. But the only thing, the only problem with a game is that, like, you have to make sure that person is in there. Like, if you were like, hey, I'm going to take you to a baseball game. I'm gonna be. I don't like baseball, so I'm gonna be bored through this two and a half hours, three hour game or whatever. But if I know this person does like baseball, then it'll probably be good. Mm-hmm. Waffle House is a wild one. You taking your first date to Waffle House? <laughs> but also, also, if y'all both in y'all twenties, you know, y'all, 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 yeah, to, you know, like quick to pop off. Because I mean, there's a lot of like Waffle House apps or like what is what's the other one? Denny. After after the club or but whatever, that's, in the I mean, that's like in, <laughs> yes, there we go. That's like if I met you in the club or whatever, and then we go get some food afterwards. That mm-hmm. makes sense, but it's not like I met you on Tinder or whatever, Tinder. and I'm about to take you out to Waffle House. But also, also yeah, no. context, guys, context, because not all <laughs> dates are at night. So sometimes I mean, you only have time for a breakfast date. Like and, I would meet somebody for a hike for a date. I mean, you gonna go on a first date to a secluded area with a stranger? I did. <laughs> Am I crazy? 
<laughs> no, no comment. But yeah, <laughs> but I agree with you. Uh, so yeah, it's it's whatever. This is why I'm in therapy. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, one more thing. One more thing. Family functions. That's you absolutely not. So well, absolutely not. I won't you even go to those with somebody I'm dating. Right. I'm not trying to meet your family on the first date. No. And what? well, also, also, but, but, but context. Because if this is somebody that you, if this is somebody that you know in real life and you are trying to do the transition from friends to a couple thing and you ask them on a date to like a family function, that's different. So, like, you could talk your way. And like, out if you these. grow up with each other type shit and they already know yeah. your family, kind of. That's yeah, that's kind of kind of cute but feel like a lot of pressure for a first date yeah but yeah um but no so um my my what i was about to say was um i agree that um cheesecake factory is fine for a first date (laughs) but if all of this love and admiration was for applebee's i would call such bull bs because applebee's is terrible it was it was I fine have in a our twenties. Story we... about Applebee's. Okay, let's go. That actually has to do with my dating life. So I used to be such a pushover. Um, we were Applebee's maybe for like our fourth date, and um, they had like chicken cutlets, where it's like chicken parmigiana or whatever, where it's like a a breaded chicken breast with um pasta or whatever well anyway the piece of chicken was raw inside <clears throat> and I didn't want to send it back into the kitchen and you know she didn't know me very well we had just getting to know each other and um I was sort of eating around the piece of chicken and like the the cooked part because I was like well I don't want to cause any trouble um and she was like what why aren't you eating like your whole chicken like why are you switching pieces like you're eating your meal kind of funny is there something wrong with your meal and I was like um yeah like it was fully raw so you know she made us think um in my mind she like called the manager and like had them um replace it and like comp the meal but um yeah that's the last time I went to Applebee's (laughs) So that's surprising you say that because like I thought they just heated all their food up. I thought it just came to the to the to the restaurant frozen. It came it comes pre prepared, but that was a new menu item. So I was super excited about it and I guess it was like it came frozen raw and they still had to like cook it in the back and it's still fully raw in the middle. Interesting. That sucks. I'm but sorry. I but I was thinking about that part is like depending on the situation. I'm like that too, where it's like, uh, I don't want to say nothing, but then there's other times mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm going to say something. I feel like a lot of times case, now, in that case, you say something. I feel like raw chicken was yeah. was a valid one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, that takes us to this week's discussion of Five Nights at Freddy's. All you have to do is keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life. Okay. You must be new security guard. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? Met who? Them. 
<laughs> in the year 2000, a desperate young man takes a job at an infamous, long-abandoned pizzeria with a dark past. Now, I picked that specific synopsis because I all throughout this movie, I was like, what year is this? So mm-hmm. that was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the significance of it being in the year 2000, because I'm not super familiar with the lore. But all right. Mm-hmm. So um, before we talk about movie stuff, um, you mentioned earlier that you didn't play the game, Miss. So Matt, are you familiar at all with the, the video game series? I am not, but my son gave me a a uh brief uh synopsis of what the game was about um before the before we watched the movie okay so i've never played the game and i've seen like a few youtube videos and like from what i understand the lore is pretty deep and yeah. so uh all that being mm-hmm. said what did you think of the movie um, let's do positives only um uh, for me do you want to go first, Matt? I know you can go first. Okay. Um. So for me, I enjoy like the cinematography overall. Like, it was pretty. It was well lit. I actually even like the dark scenes. You know, like there was a time where for Game of Thrones, the cinematography was too dark and it was a hot, disastrous oh. mess. So it wasn't. <clears throat> it, it wasn't on that level. Um. And then I was trying to see if it would keep my attention. So, you know, I had like my regular routine and it did keep my attention um, from beginning to end. Of course, there was points there where it's at the climax. It was more entertaining. Um, but overall, it was it was well paced, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Matt, positives. Positives. I really like the the uh, animatronics, and I know that mm. they looked. Uh, well, I don't know. Based off my son, they looked exactly <laughs> how the game looks. Um, okay. Um, all of the characters, even um, the cupcake. Um, and according to my son, there's a lot of stuff in there that we did not know. Like we just watched it, but it was like based off the lore. So like. The character with the cupcake, um, that person does it in the game, and um, him um, turning on the light and off, and when they disappear, like that happens in the game. Oh yeah. But yeah. visually, so vis like I'm happy that it looks exactly how it does in the game, um, and the setting of the pizzeria is a nice horror um, setting to be in. And like Evie said, like the lighting, the darkness and everything, like focusing on certain stuff, it was well done. So to avoid, you know, talking about how great the cinematography was, because I 100% <laughs> agree. Uh, I really thought that that animated intro was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I liked when we did talk about like when we did get a little bit into the lore. Um, uh, you mentioned how like uh there were part you were hoping that the movie would keep your attention and when they'd be like, Oh yeah, so twenty years ago when we opened the pizzeria, blah blah blah. I was like, Tell me more. Let me hear more. Mm-hmm. What, what what do you have to say? Yes. What what's going yeah. on here, guys? Uh, I like the the training video that he oh, got. Like yes. it was very like Yes. Yeah. 
I love seeing internal training videos because yeah. like they're so fucking cheesy. So robotic and yeah. dry. Yeah. It was so sick. It yeah. was so sick. Yeah. So yeah. And um, so yeah, I enjoyed those aspects of it. Um also I'll say that for trivia. All right. So um let's do negatives. Matt, why don't you lead the charge, brother? This was not good. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good uh, I, I I wish that the anima I wish it was a truer horror movie mm-hmm. um, we do not actually see see the animatronics actually kill anybody false yeah. this, mo- this movie is PG-13 uh, oh and that's why then that right. makes a lot more so, sense but, it's uh, like we did but, sort of see death but it wasn't like blood <laughs> No, yeah, we've seen the aftermath of the killings, and we'll see like the screams before, but we actually did not see anything. And I wish that we would have actually seen uh, more death with the animatronics. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, I don't know the game, so but just based off the movie, I just wish we got more of the scares. Cause, okay, because my my yeah, son says I think in the game it's known for a lot more jump scares. scares. And I know, like, we had a, one or two in the movie, but my son says the game is bait, like, is known for having jump scares. So I wish we had more of that. I wish we had more killing. Also, I did not really care for his main, the main character's backstory of yeah. his brother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It could have been as simple as, you know, it's called Five Nights at Freddy. This guy's down on his luck, and he needs, hey, if you survive in this i give you a million dollars or something like that and he has right. to stay that would have been and, dope like right, a high stakes right. risk your life for a million dollars would have been a right because then, if, if he don't have his money he can't keep his sister and everything else like that mm-hmm. to where he mm-hmm. has to survive in this and blah 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 but i still not care for him and his brother stuff because I, I found him whining I thought yeah. he was kind of whining. Like, like he, he's not a, you, you don't root for him in this yeah. movie. No. Um, the the cop. It, you, it, could tell, you could tell something was off. You could tell something her. was off. Yeah, from the beginning. From the beginning. Like, what are you doing? You don't have no calls right now? Like, what's up? Go to work. Right, you building forts or whatever? <laughs> I was like, there's crime out here in these streets. <laughs> and, then, and then also, it's like, like twenty minutes before the movie ends, oh uh, yeah, and then there's a there's a fifth uh, animatronic, and that's that's the real bad guy. I'm like, oh, okay, so where's right. Matthew Lillard? Right, yeah, like what's, he what's, was the yeah. most the highest paid actor there, right. introduced right, right away. So it's just like, okay, when's Shaggy coming back? Part, yeah. of, <laughs> part, part of me hoped that they were gonna do a twist, and the bad guy was gonna be the lawyer. Because I would have, I would have oh. appreciated, I would at least appreciate that. Would have been more surprising because he seemed clueless. I love that part though. It has some comedic highlights though, like when he kept trying to get up from the table at the diner when they were like doing the crime. I yeah. I felt that subplot was stupid. Like I didn't like so this stupid. whole oh she's gonna take my sister away thing. I'm like, sir, you're like almost forty. Why do you have a, price, a, an eight-year-old sister? Stop. The amount of money that the evil guys were willing to commit crime for was laughable. 
Yeah. Two thousand dollars to go whoa, like whoa, break into wait, a place wait, wait. with your homies. Hold I was up, like, up. okay, hold so up. they break this money down and they're gonna get like what two hundred a piece? Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's this is two thousands <laughs> money. This is pre nine eleven money, okay? Oh fuck <laughs> out of here. That's not enough money for me to go commit a crime. And then also they were like, Yeah, what whatever you find in there, you could keep. And I'm like, This is an abandoned pizzeria. What are you gonna be taking why, from this? Why were there coins in that machine still? Why were there still coins right. in that machine? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what, what are you gonna take for a better pizzeria? <laughs> oh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that that was like, why wouldn't um the coins be like specifically tokens? tokens. Right, right. They should be actual money. Freddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some continuity issues for sure. Like you know, all that murder happened before he showed up to work, and then he showed up to work, and all he had to do was clean up. Like, there was no dead bodies. There was no blood right. anywhere. Oh, no. Uh, Freddie and the gang, they cleaned that up. I mean, like, <laughs> I feel you, but they didn't clean it enough to where he couldn't tell, you know? Like, it was some no. continuity issues. Just it's like, if, if they were going to clean up that well to where they're cleaning up the dead bodies, then why aren't they not cleaning enough for him to not even know that somebody broke in? You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of like clunky and then also it's like i didn't care for the dream sequences either like so what, what are we doing it's like every time like i get that this is a video game movie and you can't 100 percent adapt the video game to a movie i get that but with the stuff the extra stuff they wrote that's what took me out of the movie and i was getting so mad at that little girl hey, wait, my son says his whole that whole backstory of the son and every or his brother that's not in the game. They added that. That's what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that. That's the stuff better. that they wrote. So right. it's like, and I feel like a, a dream sequence, like the dream, and then like waking up with like cut, like that's such a lame horror. Like it's yeah. so old. Like that's so like been there, done that at this point in horror that it's like, come on, bro, animatronic, hmm. new concepts. Let's go. Yeah. So every time <clears> we we did the tacked on part i was like this is dumb like the part when they went to the to the restaurant and the daughter the daughter sorry it should have been his daughter his it sister is, his, daughter. his sister that is talking more to freddie now that would have like, even made more sense like if it was like a custody battle and he was like a dad down on his law yes whatever, that would have yes. been even more sense than right. him being a 40 right. year old with an eight year old sister but also yeah. That could have really just to continue to rewrite this. Like it, <laughs> it could have been his, his. He lost his son, and then they had another baby in the daughter. But the wife's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. But okay. then you have sympathy for him, right? Because now he has then, to struggle, take care of this this child with uh the baggage still... of losing your other kid. Right. And so the responsibility. So it's like they doing this dumb stuff like the little girl she's at the pizzeria talking to Freddie now and then he goes to the back to talk to the police cop girl and then she starts talking about the um talking about the the actual lord and I'm I'm back in but then we leave this scene to go back to the little girl talking to Freddie and the gang and I'm like how much more of this movie I got left? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I got also, it, I, didn't, it I didn't like the, Yeah, I didn't like I didn't I it's making it PG thirteen makes it's, a lot of sense yeah. now. Like the way they did everything, because it's like, oh, how do we how do we stop them? Like this or tasers? We get 
we get it from this cop. Is it then... the tasers from the move from the game though? I think the tasers are from the game. I don't know, uh, but I think they I don't are. know either. But like, I would like to see this redone on like R. Right, make this oh, rated R, sure. and let this ki- <laughs> let this killing come out fully. And I'm down to make it like a. I can't even remember what it was, but they did it. Uh, some movie where Nick it Cage. was like a a bunch of criminals fighting for a million dollars. They had to stay in this mental institution overnight, mm-hmm. and the whole place shut down and whatever. And whoever survived the night got the million dollars. Like it could just be exactly that. I can't remember right. what the name of the movie was. I think something like Endgame. I'll I'll send it to you guys on the group chat. Okay. If you're interested, okay. but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was like everybody in a mental institution, and at the end of the night, whoever survived got the money or whatever, whatever. And then, of course, it got darker than that because it was actual ghosts in the place and like super scary and ambience, kind of like noir. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. They could definitely if they if they're gonna copy mm-hmm. anything, might as well do that. I would like to see a prequel. To see, um, you know, mm, Freddy's yeah. open, thriving, and everything, and and then it like slowly get he he turns evil, and and it slowly gets and some I would like to see that. I would be interested in that, and even just to see if turning evil was part of the plan, like seeing if like having children in a building was sort of like you know sacrificing souls or whatever. Like it could be sinister from inception. Like that would be cool as well. Right. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomato score of this movie was? For me, I'm not necessarily mean, but I mean, I'll give it like a 50. Like, it wasn't horrible. I mean, I watched like trash movies for fun. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I say good. 45. Evie? 50. 24 percent 24 percent oh damn that's wow okay um but you, you want to talk score, to them uh, about the, wasting your time <laughs> the audience score was 88 percent, and i don't understand huh. who who, who did i think that. because they, they gave fan service i think that that most of like it was a lazy right I think <laughs> it was lazy. Um, um and the people who voted for it or people must have said he enjoyed this movie Mm-hmm. Fans. I think it was just a fan service sort of a thing, yeah. like just to see the world realized in 3D outside the right. game. Maybe he but. said he said that he didn't he didn't really care for like same thing we said the backstory of the kid or the dude and his brother, but he said overall he enjoyed this movie. That's very surprising. And he said that he was excited, like all, all his all his friends were like, uh, uh, when he was telling his friends that he was watching it. Uh, all his friends were excited and they plan on watching it too. Interesting. I would say my nephew and his uh, roommate came and like stayed over to make sure that like to watch it and like get the whole thing. And they were very excited and, and very engaged, but mm-hmm. um, he didn't particularly enjoy it as much either. He was disappointed <laughs> by the, by the output. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to play over under. Uh, I will make a statement with an incorrect number in it. Tell me if the actual number is over or under what I said. The box office for the, sorry, um, the budget for this movie was $15 million. 
What's the Over. is the act? Okay. Over? Yeah, it was $25 million. That's nuts. Um, there are eight games in the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Over? Ooh, I have no idea. Um, eight seems like a lot, though. So I would say under. Like what are you saying, Evie? I said over. Okay. So there's nine games. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, last one. So it's like it's got to merit a movie fan base. Yeah. Last one. On opening day, the movie grossed thirty million dollars. No, under. I mean, people are out wild out here in these streets. Um, <laughs> under. The on opening day, this movie made thirty nine point four million dollars in America. What? See what I mean? So what? you don't need you don't even have to wonder they're making a sequel to this. Oh, it's coming. I hope. Yeah, yeah. I hope they do like an adult sequel and a prequel. Like please they, listen to this podcast. It made the, it made this much money as PG thirteen. They're not making an horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, they they can keep it for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean the kids are a big market. You were y'all remember when Frozen ruled the land? <laughs> yes. Yes. You couldn't let shit go. <laughs> Not that year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it says um uh, unlike so this is just me dumping stuff. Unlike most studios mm-hmm. using CGI for bringing characters to, to life, Jim Henson's creature shop was responsible for the creation of the animatronics. So those were real animatronics, not CGI. And, and they did a, lot, a great job on that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And the last thing is, um, so the waiter during the restaurant scene, scene, as well as the um taxi cab driver, they are YouTubers. Huh. So oh. the waiter, he he's not his name is Matt Pack, and he's made a whole bunch of like Matt Pack. Yeah. Um. Oh, I uh, I know of him. He does yeah, like game essay. theories. And... Yeah, game theory and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't think so, I recognize him. My son, my son pointed him out. So oh, he's no. oh. so he's made a lot of like theories about the game and the black guy mm-hmm. that was the taxi cab driver I forget his name but he's one of the first people to stream the first game that helped it gain popularity because like you know the first mm-hmm. game was just something that some guy made on on the PC you know mm-hmm. so like if people didn't stream it and make it popular and have all those like oh I'm gonna play this game in the dark and stuff it probably would not have been what it became you know. So it's like a, a roots, let's say like a like from the ground up, like a roots movement sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, grassroots. And that's good of them to include them in the movie for helping out the franchise. That's nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's the show, guys. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on. It was really nice thank to finally guys. actually talk to you because like you're always liking our stuff. You're always giving us love on social media. And um, I know you and Matt, you know, go back to your Navy days, but it's nice mm-hmm. for me to have actually met you. So thank Likewise. you so much. Yes. Uh, thank you for being on. You know, I love you. <laughs> you know, I love you, too. Thank you for being my first nail technician. You know, that's way before I was even licensed. But you're my first nail client and, you know, one of my oldest male friends. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here miss no just you know keep an eye out I'm gonna continue to be doing stuff uh, and 
You don't want to give out your social media or anything so they can follow you, uh, see you do your, my your knitting name, stuff and everything? That's crochet, Matt. Uh, sorry, my bad. Blander. You do your crochet stuff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you can follow me on the socials, uh, Eve Olution or more. Um, that's on the TikTok and the Instagram and uh, all the other cute stuff. I'm not on Twitter because Elon is anyway um, yeah thank so you guys I, um, we will also put the um your username and everything in the show notes so people can see it <laughs> thank you, um thank you. so um Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, or review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. It's a thing. We have it. We don't use it. Do you even Threads use it? Threads is a thing. <laughs> at we used to talk pod. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. Come back next week when we discuss the Christina Aguilera and Cher movie, Burlesque. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Anyway, I went to the theater to watch it. <laughs> and like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. Mm.